Listeners are advised, this podcast contains coarse language, themes of an adult nature, and inappropriate thoughts about boy bands. And inappropriate thoughts by boy bands, motherfucker. Zoe. Amy. I've got no voice. Sorry, guys. It's a combination of a weekend in Birmingham and I think maybe a tiny bit of a cold. I, um, that's not where I was going with what made you lose your voice. Can I refer to you as deep throat? <laughs> <laughs> you can always refer to me as deep throat. <laughs> Dirty. So, hello, Amy Long. Hi, hi, Zoe Linkson. You've had an adventurous weekend I with have. your boy band. I've it's told. taken its toll. Yeah, it kind of has, but I've told Zoe all the stuff I can't say on the podcast already off air. Um... So yeah. just DM me, everyone. <laughs> I will tell you all of Amy's all secrets. secrets. Do you know, I'm actually amazed at how many people, I don't know if I'll leave this in, I might cut it out, but I'm amazed how many people ask for secrets when they see you've been with the guys or whatever. They're yeah. Like, how did you find out where they were? Um, Do you know what I get a lot, which is always just a bizarre question to me, because it's like, I don't know how you even answer it, is people saying to me, how are you good good friends with two of the guys? And it's kind of like, I don't... Yeah. I just... It, I am. Yeah. Like, how are you friends Actually, with your friend? People have said that to me as well. <laughs> like, well, how does Mark know her? And I'm like... Uh, <laughs> 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 what a bizarre question. No answer, is there? No. So, yeah, I've had a really nice weekend. A bit too, a bit too light on the Barlow action, but plenty of Mark time. A very Mark Owen heavy weekend, which is never <laughs> a bad thing, frankly. Oh, it's a little cutie. Yeah. That, the picture we put up on the Instagram of the two of you together yeah. is really cute. And then the other secret picture, which is in our Facebook group, just for our yeah the the, the Facebook niche. Yeah. I hate Facebook, but, you know, I thought I'd throw you guys a bone. Wanted to show off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just wanted to show off to our fans. No, yeah, it was a great weekend. It was really fun, and I loved seeing the girls and meeting new ones, and it's always, always fun to catch up with everyone. That's half the thing. I said that yesterday. Like, I know we sit around for hours at times waiting for the guys to come out or whatever. That's the bit about it I love. But yeah. Just hanging with people, like like minded people. Yeah. I'm on in a bit of a boy band dip oh. because I'm now home nine, ten days. Yeah. And I'm not back out for quite a while. And yet I'm, I'm still seeing everyone. So there's people I know that have just done their first shows or oh. Brooke and her husband, Jammy, went to a couple of shows over the weekend. And I, it's just, I'm, I'm kind of in a little bit of a sad place. Yeah. So to the, to the extent where I started looking to see, well, can I fit in one more show? Yeah. Where have I got a two-day break from work? Yeah. So I looked up going out to one show, which would involve me leaving work on a... So having to get an extra day off work on a Friday, leaving work on a Friday evening, flying into one city, getting up at 5am the next morning, getting a connecting flight to another city to get there just before the show. No, not just before, it was about lunchtime to get there, then see the show, sleep two hours, get on another flight back to Chicago and then Chicago back into London. Yeah. So not even, I wouldn't have even been in the country 24 hours. Yeah. I get one show and it was going to cost me about a grand. Yeah. 
you just still, can't do it, can you? No, still I'm, thinking about it. <laughs> <laughs> I met up with the Aussie contingent yesterday. So five of the girls who came in, um, Faye, Joe, Katie, Aileen and Jen. I didn't see Jen. She was brought her six month old with her. So she was sorting out the baby. You know, people bring babies so they have a like to avoid you. Yeah. Because they fine. know you don't it's like children. <laughs> so secretly Jen doesn't like you. She fine. wouldn't have brought a baby otherwise. Fine by me. All about you. So, um, yeah, so that was nice. And we went, and some of those girls were only in for three days and were turning around and heading straight back to Australia. So that's... Slightly more of an epic journey than what I would have yeah. done. Oh, no, it's probably the same amount of yeah. travelling and... yeah. Still very tempted was, to do it though. Yeah, Still. I, I get that. What you're saying that about feeling depressed, like I've found myself. It's not depressed. It's just it's a dip. Oh, I'm I'm fucking depressed as fuck, mate. Like I'm when they first come out on the show, I feel amazing. At five songs in, I'm starting to feel gutted because I'm like, this is all slipping <laughs> oh. away now. Like this show's gonna be over, and I it's just oh, I don't know. It's all depressing. So the little conversations and meetups and stuff that you get with your boy band members, that like really lifts you when you're yeah. starting to feel a bit like tour's going to be over soon. So now they've finished the arenas, they're going into stadiums and yeah, well, I've only got two shows left next weekend. Oh no. I know. So anyway, where's my, so, wall- where's my wall burgers? Uh, oh so, yeah, I'm. I mean, I'm messaging him right now. He said "stand by," which is okay. his code for. I've not got a fucking clue. I mean, Wahlburgers is in Covent Garden, and I live in Berkshire, so we're a good thirty odd miles away. <laughs> so if he can it's get more us... than that, because it's thirty one <laughs> miles from where I get the train into the station before I drive to you. Oh no! But as the crow flies. Oh okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it, we could. Maybe they could drone it and you can do anything by drone now. Yeah, he's Donnie Wahlberg. He can make anything happen. One of my photographers that lives down the drone, lives down the road. Down the drone. One of the photographers that lives down the road from you here is the drone guy. I could get him to send Get him on the fucking case. (laughs) So yeah, it officially opened today. Official opening. So Mark was in the other week to do the launch. Jazz hands. Yeah. And it officially opened today. So there are, a whole swathe of girls from the Newcastle on the Book UK Facebook group that went in today. I had planned to go in today until someone reminded me that we're recording and we've got an interview (laughs) and that I can't. Yep, yep. So we're going to go later in the week. Give some time to settle in the staff to figure out what they're doing. They posted a picture on Instagram of all the staff outside Wahlburgers. I, like, there's about 50 of them running this tiny it's incredible i'm like less people run the entire press association than you've got (laughs) serving burgers oh god well they're obviously expecting to be busy they must have lots of different part-time zero hours staff or something (laughs) (laughs) but yeah so i'm quite excited that it's here we're finally go in and get an adult frappe so we will go in before we go and see O-Town, I think. <gasps> yeah, like that's a, a great idea. Oh, it's not long till O-Town now. No, it's really, really Did we close. tell everyone that we bought the VIPs? Oh, the flights. That I think we did say. We said they were sold out at one point, but we found some. <laughs> <laughs> the flights, the weekend I was looking at going in to see him, the reason I had to come back so quickly was, was because... Was O-Town. Yeah, so I'd have to fly on the Saturday <laughs> to get back Sunday morning and go straight to O-Town. Oh, God. I was like, no, I just can't no, do it. But you know what happens before O-Town? Let's do our jolly, our happy boy band news of the week. What happened in in the world of boy bandipity, Amy? Well, everyone knows that we got the Jonas Brothers back together. Right. And then, was it on Friday that you messaged me? I don't even think it was 
Friday, it, it might Saturday? be Saturday. So I was deep I'm, in. I spent the weekend messaging Amy. Amy spent the weekend ignoring me I to was... be around her boy band. <laughs> I was deep in fangirl mode. <laughs> <laughs> and then Zoe sends me this oh my fucking God, message with a screenshot saying that the Jonas Brothers were playing an intimate gig in Kingston, which is where we saw Busted back in March. No, what was your response to seeing... So, no, you sent this this screenshot and I was like, that can't be real. I was no, like, surely me... they mean Kingston, Jamaica. <laughs> yes. Your response <laughs> I was, like, was... This is not Kingston upon in Thames. In Jamaica. <laughs> what the fuck? Why are the Jonas Brothers playing a one-off tiny fucking little gig in Kingston? I don't. They probably don't know that the venue's got the same carpet it's had since <laughs> 1992, and it smells a beer and you stick to it. Oh fucking hell, that venue is a shit tip. But I, I did have a look on their website this morning, and they're playing Wem- Wembley Stadium in June. Actually, I think it's the same day we're seeing O Town, or the day before, the 8th of June. Okay. They're playing Wembley Stadium. Oh no, it's it's the capital. Sorry, it's the capital summertime ball. Oh, so they'll so do they're two performing or three songs. At, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So, yeah, so this morning the tickets went on sale and there were like six, seven hundred tickets max. Uh, 300, 200, 100, 600. Yeah. Guess who got tickets? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then my friend Rachel, you've met Rachel, sent me a yeah. screenshot, me find this screenshot straight after. So it sold out straight away. I mean, we were trying to get, we had the entire ticket buying squad together. There was maybe seven or eight of us all yeah. trying to buy tickets. And it was, go in, there's three of us, go in, get three tickets, let everyone know what you've got and we'll figure out who's buying them. We all, the three of us that are going each managed to pull one ticket each. So we we all got them. So she sent me this screenshot which says, lol, if you got Jonas Brothers tickets for Kingston and you haven't known them since day one, you don't deserve it, soz. (laughs) She didn't write that. She grabbed that It's a screenshot of someone's Twitter. Soz. Well... What's your name? Amber X Rosa. <laughs> I did see somebody did had tweeted to say I that. I have lived in Kingston for 44 <laughs> fucking years. With no benefits. I've paid my dues. <laughs> and this is the first time Bad Boys Inc. opened Tower Records in Kingston, probably in about 91, 92-ish. Mm. First time there was any benefit from living in Kingston. This is the second time. No, Busted. Oh, yeah, no, Busted was good. Yeah. But also, I saw a tweet where someone had said they'd run out of their GCSE exam to get a ticket and oh, couldn't. No. <laughs> and I was like, gutted. I feel really bad. There. I don't, mate. I don't. This is the thing. If it was you and you'd listen, I just want to point out that I got 10 A grades, didn't revise. I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> so, but I am going to see the Jonas Brothers, so suck on it. Suck up. Yeah, well, I'm I gonna, was. You're going to have to listen to the CD say, now. I'm going to just say that to oh you. Oh, God. Can it's I just good. say that it's last so night good. I had a woman in front of me who was her first take that concert, and she was obviously a keep fit enthusiast because she fucking jumped up and down all fucking night with her arms in the air. <laughs> and I was like, how has this bitch got in front of me? So. I pay. I have to pay my dues by letting some cunts like that in front of me, and therefore, this okay. bitch on Twitter. I mean, you know, we're going to be right at the back again, don't mm. you? Yeah, but I don't mind. Like, no, is it fine. a venue it's of seven hundred people, which costs us eighteen pounds, including we, the we CD? We weren't at the back. We were standing on the back of the bonkets. <laughs> bonkets. <laughs> Yeah, it's excited. And that's next week. It's not even one of these things yeah. we've bought it and you're going to hear us talk about it for 57 episodes. No, it's not O-Town. It's, it's, next, <laughs> it's week, next week, next Wednesday. Yeah, it's going to be really fun. 
Yeah. Yay. I did check my diary after we got the tickets and went, oh, I can do it. (laughs) (laughs) If there had been anything else in there, it would have had to have been moved. So, yeah. So, yay, Jonas. This, by the time we speak to you next, no, No. time after next, two times, we'll have both popped our Jonas cherry. I mean, I don't really like to say that, but yeah, that is that is a fact. So, so what else has happened? I saw our friends over at the um, NSYNC podcast met Joey this week. Oh yeah, so they went to, I think it's called MMC30, which is the Mickey Mouse Club's 30th anniversary. Oh, all these 30th anniversaries. So the girls at Girl, Were You Alone? Yeah. It was one of them. I've not caught up with them today. Yesterday mm. they posted that one of them had met... Joey. Joey. And it'll be in their next episode, so I'm, oh, I'm so excited yeah. for them. Yeah, yeah, that's I don't know. I don't think they've met them before, so this might oh. be their first time meeting. We need to hook up with them. We need to get a little phone call and do a little fan yeah, girl catch up with them. Yeah, that'd be really cool. And then we can tell them the secret about and sing. We can't tell anyone. Oh yeah, but what if they say it on their podcast? They, so they can say it on their podcast. Okay. They just can't say it's from us. Okay. Six degrees, of, six degrees of separation. Everyone will know if they listen to us <laughs> and listen to them. Okay, can't be traced back to me. How's your fanfic going? Oh, it's it's awesome. It's, it's not going at all because I've had to do all the research this week because you were out fangirling. Yeah, it's not my fault. It's my boy band. I just let's just blame <laughs> Gary Barlow. <laughs> it's all his fault. Oh, actually, what was it? What was it, Ronnie, this week who said, "There's a formula to you girls' is a podcast. You talk about boy bands. Gary's arms get mentioned, and then you go into boy band of a week." And I was like, "Do I really talk about Gary's arms that much?" Yeah, I do. They're amazing. <laughs> okay, so there's not really nice. any other boy band. I just I came straight back from tour and went into work, mm. uh, one in the shop for a week. So that was really stressful. And then like the weekend, I I did the boy band of the week and started doing we need to talk about brian so i started looking into that which is really heavy i know something that we need to update on oh how was your revision oh my god <laughs> <laughs> it was amazing lake malawi didn't win although i thought they'd got knocked out in the semi-finals they're the one that was they're not really boy band but they were the closest to the boy, boy band they yeah age wise yeah. i thought they got knocked out in the semis and i was gutted because by the time the episode came out the semis had already happened and I would look stupid going, support Lake Malawi. And they were already yeah, out. Yeah. But they were in the final. Yeah, it was fun. The UK came bottom. No surprise there. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, we're trying to Brexit, mate. So it's not a massive <laughs> shock. I am... Um... Next year, we must get on. So I retweeted uh, Kit. Kit, who does amazing work every year looking at all the analytics behind your revision he looks at what key the songs were in what tempo it's written in and which ones are most popular and most likely to win it's my favorite part of your revision oh. is waiting for kits analytics to come out and he does a, a build-up thing as well so he works with pop bitch so pop bitch put out this big eurovision like your guide to eurovision and kit does that and it's i just love the way he does it and i can't when he tweeted out his stuff on Sunday morning going, here's the breakdown, I was like, oh, God, I can't believe we didn't think to get Kit on and see if he could do an analysis of mm. why boy bands don't work for Eurovision. So next year, although we've got no more Eurovision boy bands to do, we mm. must speak to Kit about... Yeah. He's great, Kit. He's a nice guy and he's so fun and so funny. I like him a lot. Yeah. Any excuse. Yes. Yeah, great. Okay, that's it. That's no other news. So after this, we're going into the Boy Band Video World Cup. 
Oh, no, wait. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we'll be back in a sec. So we've got a new segment to discuss. Yeah, this is inspired by one of our listeners who the other day in Facebook said to Amy, I'm really quite getting in to take that. I just don't know where to start with the song. So I had Amy put Shay together a, a take that starter kit. Like this is your starter pack. Yeah. It's when you move into like when you're a student, you move into a new home, you get one saucepan, one bowl, one plate and some cutlery. <laughs> Here's your take that student starter kit. Yeah. So, which I thought was a great idea. And then I thought, wouldn't it be great if we did for the listeners week by week the ultimate boy band mixtape? So, if you're coming into boy bands and you're new, and it's not necessarily related to what the boy band is every week, but we'll, every week you and I should pick out one boy band track that we think people should listen to and know about, and we'll put together on Spotify gradually this the ultimate road trip boy band playlist yeah we probably should have thought about this before we all started doing road trips but it's fine <laughs> it's fine it'll work it will work whether you're en route to see a boy band or not it's just gonna be a, a dancing around the kitchen joyful... be really good for doing the housework yeah. too if yeah. you've not got a cleaner like amy has <laughs> <laughs> something in the shower sorry yeah yeah something good for yeah a walk in the park if you're maybe building up couch to 5k i don't know i yeah, don't know what you exactly. all do let us know what you all do where you listen to music yeah little commute track yeah um so get us started so the rule is we can't always pick our own boy bands because but, then you'll all get really bored with it but this week we're going to we're going to start off with one key song each of our boy bands that we think this is where you should start so amy do you want to yeah the track I'm picking is by Take That, and <laughs> it is Greatest Day, but the Odyssey version. Okay. So off the new Greatest Hits album, Odyssey, Greatest Day. If you get the old version, that's still a fucking banger, but the Odyssey version is epic. So yeah, Greatest Day. You go. Why is that your favourite though? Oh, it's fucking amazing. Is I... it a memory thing for you, or is it, are you picking it based on the song? I love the song. It's a really up, feel-good song. I know most boy band tracks are. But it is just... It always fills me with such joy. And the Odyssey version has got the best intro. And it's just... It's just fucking great. Okay, so I'm going to go... I've actually changed my mind based on what your song was. So I was going to... My go-to New Kids song is always Games. Mm. I have no explanation of why I love it. Mm. I just fucking do. Mm. It's the best song ever. But if you're starting with Greatest Day, mm. I think a great track to go from Greatest Day to... Because that's quite... It, that's a slow build-up that gets you really... People are starting off on their road trip here. This is them. They're pulling out the drive. They're about to hit the motorway. <laughs> They've been playing Greatest Day... They're getting hyped. Their next boy band song on their list is going to be New Kids on the Block, Block Party. That's a banger as well. Yeah. So this yeah. is, we're starting off your road trip with Take That's Greatest Day and New Kids on the Block, Block Party. We will, and I know it's only, it's not going to be the world's longest road trip at the minute. This this one, <laughs> two song this trip. week, <laughs> this is just for running down to the shops of that thing you forgot to get for dinner. 
Yeah. Stick with us. By the end of the year, <laughs> we're going to have you on a full-on yeah. driving home yeah. for Christmas vibe. Oh, fucking hell. Driving home for Christmas. Well, that can be. We know what that's going to be. The Christmas <laughs> song that goes in there from a boy band. We know what that will be. Stay, yeah, baby, quite right. Got oh, God, I can't that sing with this tunes. voice. I could probably try, but knock we'll out a Barry White thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so that's it. That's our brand new segment, the boy band playlist. If you've got tracks that you want to contribute come on facebook i'll set up a little thread if you've got suggestions for boy bands that you don't think we're too familiar with or those secret nugget boy band tracks that aren't necessarily what they put out as singles or what everyone will know them for but you're like this is a great tune listen to this it should be on your playlist yeah i've got one of those in mind as well but it's by take that (laughs) (laughs) we're gonna add in like um dear god by um jonas make you wait a year before you can do another take that track oh for fuck's sake i'll slip in a cover (laughs) 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 someone's covered this somewhere okay okay cool hey what's up everybody i'm mark calderon of color me bad and I'm with the boy band. What's that, Amy? You've got more boy band news for us. What? Well, there's just something that's been up our sleeves that we probably should mention. You mean we should have run it in a promo or said about it at the start of the podcast? Well, we didn't want to do that. We wanted to just drop it in for all those people <laughs> who listen every week. And get through the whole thing. So we, uh, what's, what's... I say we, Zoe, managed to secure a nice little conversation with... Um, the one. The only. Mark Cauldron from... Colour Me Bad. I, I want to sex you up. <laughs> Do you? <laughs> <laughs> I tell you what, after listening to his new solo single and talking to him, I kind of do want to sex him up. <laughs> <laughs> so Colour Me Bad, absolutely 100% a boy band. We decided we, we're the sign science behind boy bandology yeah we're the ones who choose it's our podcast so it was an absolute shoo-in that when we reached out to mark this week and asked whether or not we could get an interview he was down for it immediately and this is what happened here when i'm with the boy band today we're talking with mark calderon from the boy band most likely responsible for the spike in teenage birth rate in 1991 I mean, really, who wasn't getting it on to colour me bads? I want to sex you up at least once a week in their teenage years. I want to sex you up reached number one on the Billboard chart and the band's debut album, CMB, spent 77 weeks in the charts selling three million units. Still touring as Colour Me Bad with Brian Abrams, Mark has just released his first solo single, It's Like Good Sex. And with a second invitation to join him in the bedroom, those of us here in Generation Sex are likely headed for a second spike in geriatric childbirth. So, Mark, welcome. Hey, thanks so much. Thanks so much for joining joining us. us. So, after almost 30 years in the business, this is your first adventure as a solo artist. So, tell us, why now? Uh, You know what? It was just, it just seemed to be the perfect time for me. Uh, You know, it's something I've always wanted to do. Uh, I just never really had the chance uh, when I was with the group back in the early 90s and of course, I was raising a family after that, but this was mm-hmm. just the time. My kids are now in college, and now I get to do what I want to do. So it's, it was just the right time. Yeah, that's great. Wow, kids in college already. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, Me, Me Bad Sound was described as hip-hop doo-wop. How, how would you describe what your, the sound you're putting out now is? You know what? It's it's a little bit of all that, I think. I think it has a little bit of dance now mixed with it. So hip-hop, mm. doo-wop, a little dance, a little R&B. 
it, it, it just, it, it's got a little salsa in it. You know, it's just got a little bit of all that. And, I mean, we, um, yeah. We and, love it. We've been dancing with it. So we're, to get a picture of how we are, so we're sat here in Amy's bedroom <laughs> in London. <laughs> and we, okay. in order to warm ourselves up for talking to you, we were a little bit nervous because, you know, major boy band for us, this is, you know, what we want to be doing with our lives just talking to boy bands on Skype all day so we've been dancing around the bedroom to you know it's like good sex it's it's such a good track it's really great and I'm not I'm not ashamed to say it it shocked me that it was such a such a vibe on it it's really strong it's really strong as a a first solo single it's great really great thank you so much girls I'm glad you girls like it you know yay it was one of them things. It was one of them things that it just kind of came natural to me, and uh, I got I got with my friend that's uh, in Seattle, Washington, and I co-produced it with him, and then I co-wrote it with uh, Isaiah Pittman the Fifth, and we just went at it, recorded, and boom, there it is. So thank you. I'm glad you girls like it. Oh no, it's an excellent. It track. is. It's got a good a good funk vibe, and it's we've got a real groove to it. Yeah, we we love it, and we like the lyric. What was the lyric you pulled out, Zoe? Oh, it was one about taking a break and then going all day. <laughs> uh, we're in admiration. This, like, because I, I mean, I'm 44 now, and Amy's 40, <laughs> yeah. and I'm not sure that either of us have the energy to go all day. So go you, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'd give it a go. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't yeah. shy away from it, but. So looking forward to, to more solo work. Who is there anyone that you, you you'd like to collaborate? On, on future stuff that you're doing? You know what? I just met Andre 3000 the other day. Oh, wow. Yeah. And uh, so let's just say that we connected and uh, I'm going to give him a call real soon. So maybe something can come from that. How about that? Oh, keep us posted on that. We'd that love to hear that. Epic. What sort of music exp- uh, inspires you, Mark? You know what? Uh, there's just so much great music out there. I admire so many people. I like admire people from the past and even today. I love Bruno Mars stuff right now. Oh, I mean, yeah. come on, he's brilliant, that guy. And yeah. um, just a lot of old school vibe. You know, I, I was big Cool in the Gang, Earth, Wind and Fire growing up. Love Stevie Wonder, of course. You know, who isn't a Michael Jackson fan? So, you know, all those great artists really inspired my music. I love funk. I love Casey and the Sunshine Band. I like it all. And that's probably so, what comes out, you know, naturally. Yeah. So when you get in, the, you sit down in the car on a road trip, what's the first thing that you flick on? You're like, I'm sat in the car. I've got four hours driving. This is the vibe that I want to set me up. What's that one song that you automatically switch to on your on your iPod? You know what that song is? That song is called Mercy, Mercy Me by Marvin Gaye. Oh, my God. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. OK, we're appreciating your vibe. Uh, so here at Marvin Gaye. So, who doesn't love Marvin Gaye? <laughs> so here on I'm With The Boy Band, we're all about flying the boy band flag. We we big up. We don't think there's anything to be ashamed about having spent our lives loving boy bands or for anyone that's been in a boy band. Did you ever now or back in the day consider Colour Me Band to be a boy band? No, we never did. We were, we were a group. Uh, the boy band... And, uh, the boy band era came after us with um, the Backstreet Boys and NSYNC and I believe Take That and, mm-hmm. uh, you know, all them other great groups, you know, great boy bands. that I, But, you know, they went ahead and they categorized us as that. So, but we were never called that. That came a little after us. 
so, but you know, I'm fine. There's nothing wrong with boy band. You know, okay, you can call so you, it that. You're right with us putting you in the boy band top 100. <laughs> like you're cool that's, with that. that. That's fine. Fair enough. Like if you're, if you're going to be our new friend, I don't want to offend you straight off the bat. You know what I mean? That would <laughs> no be worries. really bad. No, no worries, man. No worries. Our, no worries. our view is that it's any any band that features attractive talented young men that appeal to a teenage audience so mm-hmm. regardless of whether it's pop or r&b or what the flavor is we just wanted to kind of broaden the definition and you guys sure. definitely fall into our definition so uh, absolutely absolutely thank you uh, so the three songs that everyone can reel off when you mention color me bad are i want to set you up I Adore Me and More and All for Love. Now, if you were doing a starter playlist for someone new to Colour Me Bad, what other songs that, that you put out would you put into that little playlist that you're kind of like, yeah, those those are the big ones, but yeah. here's the real jam. This is the one you should be hooking into. Um, we did a great song with Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis called Choose. Uh, we also did a great song with uh, 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 David Foster. A song called Close to Heaven, which is a, a beautiful song. Um, and uh, let me see, there's a couple of other ones that I really, really always liked. Um, how about the uh, um, Thinking Back is a great one that a lot of people um, miss. So there's, there's several of them, you know. Yeah. And there's also a beautiful vocal uh, uh, on a Wildflower. Okay. okay. We, I mean, we have quite a, a diverse audience. There's a, a lot of people who are our era, but we've also got a lot of the younger generation of boy band fans who in fact the other day someone asked us to educate them on take that and where to start so you know we we're all about letting people know where they kick off with each boy band and also it seems to vary from country to country so the new kids obviously are massive in the US and then take that massive in the UK so it's really nice Mm -hmm. to get across section of society and introduce people to new music so yeah loving it So we know you're still gigging with Brian. Are you in contact with Kevin and Sam still? Uh, I do speak to Sam every now and then. And and just to let you girls know, I am only performing with Brian for the next uh, eight shows. And then him and I will no longer be performing together. So, you know, oh. kind of where that, oh yeah. And so I'm going to go ahead and just do my own thing. And I guess he's going to do his own thing. And and that's that's pretty much where all that's going. Yeah. I mean, it's it's no secret. Everyone saw the stuff in the news last year, so it's it, it's not a big shock and completely understandable. If you you know, sometimes you 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 need to part ways with someone and just each plough your own road, right. so to speak, like to take your own route. So that's and we love the route you're taking, frankly. So <laughs> well, I'm okay. glad, you know. So yeah, so that's why okay. it's you know that's why I had to come. If I'm going to reintroduce myself and going back out there and performing, I've got to come with something new. So yeah. that's why yeah. I, I brought uh, uh, the, uh, my new single, uh, It's Like Good Sex. So, and what's next for you? So, are, you know, the single's out now. Everyone can go on. It's available all the normal channels for people to buy. We got it off iTunes this morning. So um, following up on your solo stuff, so where's that going to take you after It's Like Good Sex? Are you going to do some dates or...? Absolutely. Yeah, I'm going to do some shows. I'm going to do some dates. i got some stuff lined up right now. Um, and also I'm going to come with, uh, uh, my second single, which is, uh, a song called Summer Life. And, oh. um, yeah. And so I'm going to hopefully release that in early July. Great. Okay. Expecting that. Yeah. And then, 
and of course, everyone can keep me up, uh, keep up to date on, you know, with, with everything that's going on with me on my, uh, my uh, webpage, um, you know, themarkcalderon.com. Uh, and then, uh, you know, my Facebook and Twitter and all that good stuff, Instagram. So, you know, you, everyone can check, uh, check me out on all that stuff. I'm there. Okay. And, and do you think your tour dates might bring you over here to London to visit us now with new besties? You know, I, I am working on, you know, we were we were over there last uh, last. We week. saw. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. OK, so we were over there last summer, I think. And uh, we had a great time. Um, you know, it's always great to, uh, to to visit London and perform. My son was actually going to school in London for uh, uh, for that year. And oh, wow. uh, I had a great time. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So we uh, need solo Mark back to London. Yeah, come on. Absolutely. Wait, hey, I'll even I'll come I'll come in my little Fiat 500 and pick you up from the airport. That's a deal. Like <laughs> hey. you don't you're not going to need to pay for a taxi. That's that's a hundred dollars right there. Like I'm there saving. You go. <laughs> okay, I'll, I'll, I'll take you up on that. I'll take you up on that. Definitely. <laughs> okay, so just a couple of quick questions that we do with everyone. In your opinion, who do you think is the greatest boy band ever? The Beatles. Yeah. Yes. If, if you want to say that, I mean, if, you know, I'm going to put the Beatles, Jackson Five, number two. Uh, I love New Edition. Um, oh, yeah, I love New Edition, of course, you know. Um, who else is there? I'm just kind of thinking just right off the top of my head. Yeah, you know, name anyone you want and we'll tell you if they're a boy band or not. Oh, <laughs> we've, got a list, okay. we've got a list of 220, 220 bands, so we're there for you. Wow. Hey, that many. Um, yes. Wow. Okay. So you know, so I got Beatles, Jackson Five, New Edition. I got Color Me Bad. It's got to get up there. Yeah, <laughs> Absolutely. Of course. Of course. Yeah. Hey, do y'all remember back in the day when we did Top of the Pops? Is that? <laughs> am I saying my age? Am I telling my age right now? <laughs> oh no, no. We're we're both. Amy and I are both Top of the Pops generation. Yeah. So you know, ah, very good chance. I've got that, that on video somewhere at home. Very good chance. Yeah. And a video cassette tape that I can't play because I no longer own a video cassette recorder. So. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, no, um, but there's, there's a great, I mean, I'm going to throw, uh, you know, NSYNC and, uh, uh, and, and the new kids up there. Uh, yeah, you know, there's yes. a lot of great, great boy bands, you know. You there really are. Yeah. Those guys up there. And, and Backstreet Boys. Yes. Backstreet Boys, yeah. though. And we're also yeah. at peak boy band right now, so it's everyone like there's so many reunions and there's so much boy band activity mm. that we we're struggling to keep up with going to all the things that we want to go and see because it's just every week there's something for us to do. Like I was out, um, I, I know you live out in Cincinnati now, so I was in Cincinnati just two weeks ago for the start of a new kids on the block tour, which is amazing. And I'm deep wow, in right, take that yeah. tour here in the UK, and we've got Backstreet coming over in June, and it's just there's a lot wow, happening. Yeah. So yeah, it's great. Okay. So just one more dropping question great. that we do: What is Mark your favourite curse word? Fuck. <laughs> it's classic, <laughs> isn't it? It's a classic you goodie. That one. You've got a single It's like sex. How could that not be your favourite question? <laughs> like could... Amazing. Sorry, ladies. I had to... No, please. No, we we have no filter. We have a disclaimer. In fact, we have a disclaimer at the top of the podcast warning everyone about us swearing. That's done. That Donnie Warburg did our disclaimer for us, saying like these girls swear and they they think inappropriate thoughts about boy bands so 
you know we're all down with the same fuck <laughs> so thank you so much mark thank this you mark awesome what it was a pleasure like, real nice talking to you if we can get possibly get you back <laughs> on when we do our actual color me bad episode, we'll chat about the history of you guys that'd be great that would be wonderful ladies uh feel free to contact me anytime Oh, you're wonderful. Thank you so much. I'm going to say it's going to be obviously to delay. I'm going to say thank you so much for joining us. Really, really good luck with the new single. We wish you all the best. I hope it kills it as much as I want to set you up did when that shot out of nowhere into the top of the charts. So thank you for sparing time for us today and we'll speak to you soon. We'll speak to you when you come to London as well. Thank you, Mark. Thank you, ladies. Thank you so much for having me. Speak to you soon. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. So... I think I might love him. <laughs> He's great. He was really great. What a great guy. I And, you know, the, the great thing is that to get home from your house and mine, mm-hmm. I have to go past Heathrow. So I'm just going there to wait. <laughs> Send him a little message and be like, dude, I'm here. No, he said he was going to New York, didn't he? Oh, did he mention that before we started recording? He was on his way to New York, not on his way to London. But it sounds like he might be at some point. That'd be amazing. Mm. So thank you, Mark. We look forward to having you back for our um, Colour Me Bad episode when yeah, we get and to that. good luck with your new... And seriously, everyone, do go and download the single because I don't want any... I can hear you all eye-rolling right now. Shall we play the clip? Oh, yeah, let's play it now. This okay. is the new single. It's called It's Like Good Sex. It's by Mark Cauldron. And the minute you finish listening to it play out in the podcast, I want you to go and buy it. It's amazing. Okay. It's like good sex She's got that body So hype on her, I'ma lose my mind Her walk in that dress She's dropping over them hips so fine Talk to me crazy She's pressing play and I press rewind Clothes be misplacing She's bad, she's weak, can't take our time This girl, she's vibing me uh-huh. This night, no stopping me uh-huh. Alarms and robbery uh-huh. She's taking all of me she says she's saving me uh-huh. I kiss her rosary uh-huh. Ain't no controlling me uh-huh. It's like good sex
Zoe, have you recovered from your mini meltdown? Just stop for one second. <laughs> no. Okay, have you recovered from your mini meltdown? Yeah. So okay. we, I closed the laptop down whilst we were doing our little, <laughs> let's have a little catch up. And when I lifted the lid of the laptop, it, had, it was black. It was a blank screen. I then had to do a hard reboot. And as I did the hard reboot, all the documents I had on the desktop, which I hadn't saved, had gone. Yeah. Hooray. So we nearly had the world's shortest arm of the boy band episode. <laughs> of seventeen and a half minutes. Yeah. But um Here we are, Boy Band of the Week. Do you want me to tell you? Do you wanna knock yourself out? Okay. My I've got the spinning beach bud of death going on on my laptop right okay, now. Okay, good, good, good. Um Okay, let's get going. Three of the members of this boy band met on the reality T V series Making the Band in which thousands auditioned for alleged boy band mogul Lou Pearlman to be part of the boy band that eventually became O-Town. Hang on a minute. I thought we were doing Earth, Wind and Fire. No, I told Can... you to call it. You asked me what we were calling it. <laughs> and I said Earth, Wind and Fire because I, I thought it was couldn't like, find a song name. Can and, you remember? And da, Earth, da, Wind da, and da, Fire da, da, are da. three of the elements and this band's called Element. Oh. This is so good. I'm really excited about this one. <laughs> I thought, oh, fucking hell, we've got some 70s disco shit that I'm sure did there were really some women in. <laughs> I, do, I just didn't know. definitely women in Earth, Yeah, Wind that's what I thought. Okay, great. Oh, they looked great in uh, Silver Sequence, so I can't knock them. Okay. Originally selected as one of the five members of O-Town, Hawaii native Ikaika backed out of the group because of a mysterious dispute. Yeah, it was weird. Which really could have been anything, because in making the band, they just seemed to fight and argue about absolutely anything. Yeah. But do you remember how it all came about and how his brother was promised something and Lou was like, no, 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 that's not what we had discussed. And well, I started re-watching Making the Band, but didn't manage to get far enough yeah. into it. Because it's now three months since we I did my last yeah, yeah, yeah. watch. So I remember the brother being there and A seeming lot. to be like... Ikaika kept going security. home. Yeah. yeah. So Ikaika kept going home and refusing to come back until they figured out this contractual thing. And then his brother came back and his brother would never... Like the rest of the band were always like, oh, how's Ikaika? Oh, I don't know. I'll give his brother a call and ask. You know, it was a, it was a piss take thing with the other lads. Yeah. And then there was... They didn't delve into it, but it seemed like Ikaika's brother wanted to go on the road with them and that was the contractual agreement that they'd had and Lou was like absolutely not that's not what we've agreed and then he just fucked off and that's when they got my future husband yeah, Dan rem- Miller involved. I remember that it was done as Ikaika has been called home and I was like oh. Oh I remember that it's yeah. Like, back to the mothership? Like- <laughs> yeah, it was like that it was like that yeah. Yeah. So this I had a lot of googling around and 
the most information I could find out about what went down was on a Kaika's own website now for his current business, which oh. is a model fit business. Model? It gives us a little bit of an insight into why he may really have quit O-Town. Oh. And it talks in the third person. Okay. So, but I, I, it's his own website and, and the rest of it was written by him. It's, so it's, this is likely likely written by Kaika, but I don't exactly know. Yeah. Kaika left O-Town two weeks after being the first member chosen for the final group by Pullman for numerous reasons, which were undisclosed on the show. The truth is he realised it was... Me- it was the truth is, he realised it was made for TV. E- <laughs> Fuck me. Please cut out all these attempts at this one sentence. The truth is, he realised it was made for TV drama, with music being of secondary concern. Thus, he didn't think the group had potential, since one of the members was tone deaf, so there could never be true live harmony, and he felt the others were weak vocally and physically. <gasps> Thus, he felt like they were a group being set up for failure on national TV. Wow. Ikaika was used to singing with talented singers in his high school a cappella group. So this is more of what he was expecting when he auditioned, but absolutely not what ensued. Fuck also, yeah. he heard rumours of then-mogul Lou Perlman sexually assaulting members from other boy bands he created, whom he asked to live with him in his Florida mansion. Lou never sexually harassed or assaulted Ikaika, but Ikaika got a creepy vibe from him and wanted to leave much earlier to finish school, but his older brother offered to fly up to protect him since his family felt like this could be a great opportunity for him. Regardless, Lou did tell Ikaika off-camera that he wanted him to live in this mansion and watch him work out, which immediately led to Ikaika (laughs) making his final decision to leave the fiasco. Wow. Well, that actually makes sense then, doesn't it? Yeah. That his brother was sent to protect him because of these... He'd heard the rumours yeah. that there's been, you know... This is... Bear in mind, we've watched that, the, the boy band con, yeah. and no one on there would come forward and confirm it. The, just finding this little nugget actually yeah. makes me go, oh, okay. Yeah. So someone is standing up yeah. and speaking out, but it's not a voice that anyone's really listening to on no. it. No. But all that stuff about the rest of the band, fucking hell, what a burn that is. <laughs> yeah. Do you, who do you reckon he's talking about, Tone Deaf? I don't know. We'll, so, we'll discuss it off air. Yeah. It's not Jacob, it's not Ashley, and it's I certainly not Eric. I think my favourite. I've been trying to decide who's my favourite ahead of meeting them. Mm. Don't want to digress too much into O-Town here, but I think Jacob's the one for me. Mm. Mine is Dan Miller, as you know. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm avoiding Dan purely because you've already told me that but he's yours. Ashley, if he was... Ashley, please come back to O-Town. <laughs> Following his split with O-Town, Ikaika headed home to Hawaii and his musician parents and brothers. But when he came back home after the O-Town fiasco, he found it was too late to re-enrol at the university, where he had just a year left in his biological studies, which was, he was en route to becoming a paediatrician. That's right, he was in med school, I remember that, yeah. yeah. He formed a band with his younger brother, at the encouragement of the older brother, who has spent most of making the band telling Ikaika he shouldn't be in a band. <laughs> uh, and they released a CD called Fruit from the Tree. But the return of the prodigal son would only last three months, when on March the 24th, 2000, Ikaika received a phone call from another making the band runner-up, and once again packed up his knapsack and headed off to New York to hook up with two other O-Town finalists. So that was Brian and Mike. Okay, I'll wait. 22 <laughs> year old Ikaika was joined by two other make of the band runners up Brian Chan 26 mm-hmm. from San Mateo in California and Mike Miller 20 from Hackensack New Jersey and they decided to form their own boy band yay Brian had been singing his entire life and had graduated with a marketing degree for the University of California 
during his time there at during his time at university he'd recorded three gospel cds with the university's gospel choir he had been working as an event coordinator prior prior to joining element his filipino father and chinese mother had had plans for him along the lines of being a doctor or a lawyer but he was determined to go into entertainment yeah mike miller had dreamed of being an entertainer since the age of 10 and at six foot four so at least one foot higher than any other average boy band member uh, he'd been working as a runway model before auditioning for making the band. Sorry, but how much higher than every other boy? At man? least a foot. At least a foot. Five <laughs> foot four. <laughs> I'm taking that off Lee Brennan, who was really tiny. Yes. Sorry, Lee, we love you. But they're all quite tall, so Ikaika was also really tall. It would have been That's odd. True. A six foot four model in the boy band next to general boy band height. Yeah. Like, so Mike and Ikaika and Brian were all, all three of them yeah, were quite were. tall. Yeah, that's true. Ikaika um, said later in an interview when Brian told me in March of last year that he wanted me to join him and Mike I originally told him I didn't want it I was still pretty bitter about the whole OTAN experience I just didn't get along with the other guys in that group I didn't respect them on both on a musical and personal level there was just no love there even though there was no trash talk between us I mean I disagree. <laughs> Making up for it now. <laughs> it was still just a whack, ugly situation. Oh. I'm cool with them now and wish them all the best, but at the time I had to get out. Mm. When Mike Miller and Brian Chan didn't make it into the final five for O-Town, Mike was approached at the premiere of Making the Band, where they were invited down to the red carpet because they were part of it. Yeah, uh, He'd been approached to, have, to form a different kind of group on his own. Mike wasn't too sure and he asked Brian for advice. And Brian said, yeah, it's a great opportunity. So the two of them moved to New York to find other members for their group. Uh, As I just said, Mike and Brian are pretty tall. So they wanted to get a tall guy with talent in. And they found this in a 23-year-old called Matt Morrison. (gasps) I know who this is. (laughs) The group was almost complete, but they needed one more more member. And by then, Akaika had, he was out of, recording for o-town so the o-town carried on recording they're making the band yeah so they had yeah. the premiere yeah which this is what's happening and launching but the recording carry it wasn't a complete series when they did premiere so ikaika had still been recording at the point yeah. where where brian had been approached to so we're form... 2000 at the moment yes yeah. um brian called ikaika to ask him if he was interested he hesitated for a bit and then the next thing you know ikaika's packing up his bags and he's on his way to new york they were one of the first bands to be signed by record label Purple Leopard, which was a subsidiary of Atlantic Records. Okay. And Purple Leopard was owned by Teen People magazine, which is how they eventually come about their band name. The Teen People held an online contest oh. for the magazine to for readers to choose the name. And someone came up with Element, the full word, E-L-E-M-E-N-T, Element, and they said the definition was the four substances that make up the earth. And we thought that was cool as there was four of us. Mm. So we thought, why not drop the E's and make it four letters as well? So it became L-M-N-T. Yeah. Which makes it kind of hard because p- people are now like, so you guys are lint, laminate. <laughs> but once they get it, they think it's a good name. It is one of those things. Like, unless I'd read somewhere that it's, it's so L-M-N-T, but you pronounce it element, I'd have been like, LMNT? <laughs> yeah. Have you seen Lament? that um, Tom Hanks movie called um, That Thing You Do? Every time you do. Yeah, right. Yeah. So they're called The Wonders, but they spell it 
one as in O-N-E, the number, yeah. does. But everyone introduces them as the Oneidas. <laughs> <laughs> but I think that probably came from the Beatles because obviously they changed Beatle to spell. So it was more, yeah. it was about beat. So yeah, element. Oh my God. What? Literally just got that. What, the Beatles? <laughs> beat. You, you never got that before. No, I knew it was spelt differently. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> hell. Oh, my God. Call yourself a boy bandologist, mate. I'm sorry, Paul. The Beatles are definitely a boy band, by the way. 100% a boy band. Right, continue. So they're getting a lot of publicity in Team People. Their record company is owned by Team People, so obviously they're getting fe- featured every week. Interviews, what the boys are up to. They're living in Hoboken in a shared house. <laughs> and fans are kind of anxious to hear the new music and see them perform. So after a few months, Element managed to get together a little bit of a mall tour called Rock and Shop. It was sponsored by Team People. However, on the brink of the tour, Matt decided that he missed performing in Broadway too much. That's where they'd found him. He was at the local kind of, I think, NYU. Mm studying drama theatre arts he do was performing in footloose i'm, I'm gonna to come to that okay or do i oh i do yeah okay next paragraph okay bear with me uh, matt decided he missed broadway too much and he left the group mm. so element became a threesome and continued the tour throughout the summer morrison was eventually replaced by an 18 year old called jonas persh mm. he'd been a member of a local boy band in salt lake city when he was 17 mm. had been spotted and recommended to their manager and they liked him and bought him in. now matt morrison is now the most famous face among mm. among the band due to his part in the tv show glee he commented he goes by matthew morrison matthew now. morrison yeah. actor matthew morrison from the tv show glee he I've read a lot of interviews. When you put in Matthew Morrison, Element, literally every comment that comes up is him hating on the whole boy band experience. And I, at first, I was really cross because I thought, he, he fucking hates boy bands. Why did you even join a boy band? Yeah. But when you read into it a bit more, you see that it was the way the experience went for him that he didn't like and felt it wasn't for him more than yeah. the being part of a boy band. Yeah. He described it as it was the worst year of my life. You know when you're a performer and you're out there on stage and you're embarrassed that you're doing something wrong, it was pretty bad. Oh. Uh, Morrison admitted he felt miserable singing cheesy tracks and he left the lineup before they even released a debut album. So another bit of... Um six degrees of separation mm-hmm. matthew morrison was in finding neverland on broadway which is the musical that gary barlow wrote the oh, music for really yeah so they know each other is six degrees mm. of separation uh in september of 2001 so we're a year on they've done this summer tour mm. september 2001 they join a celebrity filled lineup to record a charity version of we are family which was recorded to benefit the World Trade Center Relief Fund. This right. is right after September 11th. It's kind of not a great time to be trying to launch yourself as a boy band. No. Although people need cheering up, your the you know the mood of the nation isn't yeah. quite there yet. Mm-hmm. In November of that year, they released their debut debut single, which was called Juliet. Their timing was bad. They worked two years to get to this point. Um, radio station programmers had started kind of to turn away from boy band music on their playlists. It did, however, receive heavy rotation from Radio Disney and it sat on top of their charts for eight weeks. Ah. And it also got featured in an episode of Lizzie McGuire. Right. 
their video for it featured a cameo appearance from Jamie Lynn Sigler from The Sopranos. Oh. She said that she had the same manager as the band. Uh, Juliet was a slow burner. It peaked at number 49 on the Billboard Hot 100 in January 2002. Hmm. But in the Billboard Greatest Boy Band Songs of All Time, which was put together last year, the year before, Juliet's number 81. Oh. This is a song I, I couldn't even hum you a bar from it. No. So we should probably listen to it. Maybe. Maybe we should start listening to the band's <laughs> music before we start doing them as Boy Band of the Week. My bad. <laughs> I'm sorry, Akaika. 2002 saw a support slot for 11 dates on the Britney Spears tour. And in June of that same year, their one and only album was released. It was called All Sides. The album title was chosen because it reflected their varied musical tastes and also that they weren't just another boy band. Mm, no, Dis- you're right. They disapprove. weren't. Disapprove. Uh, Ikaika said later in an interview, it's good music and I personally don't like the label of being called a boy band because we're four singers. I mean, they all are. Shut up, Akaika. We're not just like four guys up there lip-syncing the show or whatever. We work hard, so we put on a good singing-dancing show. We're not like a cookie-cutter freaking boy band group. And I, for one, and I for one, am tired of that label. And I make sure that every day I try to displace all doubt. Do you know what's really interesting is that every boy band seems to say this at some point, And it's like, <laughs> just fucking own it. Stop being embarrassed of what you are. All boy bands can sing, apart from John Knight. So... You know, it doesn't even the matter. Fang, actually, I have to stop you there because John Knight actually can <laughs> sing. Oh, for fuck's sake. What can't he do? Dance. <laughs> <laughs> the album All Sides reached number 40 on the Heat Seekers chart, so not the main Billboard chart, just mm. that breakout artist chart. It was written with a Swedish pop duo who had worked with Dream Street in the 18s. In the 18s? <laughs> the 18s. That was a boy-girl group. Oh, okay. <laughs> Do you think I meant like 1918? (laughs) I was like, like, what is she talking about? (laughs) Mm -hmm. Uh, Later that summer, Element toured the States as part of the Pop Tour You Drop Tour. I really like that name for the tour. Yeah. It was a 30-date tour headlined by the A-teens. (laughs) With other supporting acts included the Baja Men and Play never heard of any of them no hoping they're not boy bands because no. researching play and boy band on google is no. going to be a fucking nightmare yeah <laughs> in october of 2002 ikaika decided to explore other avenues and returned home to hawaii quitting element he likes that he likes doing that yeah but he does have a good tantrum though doesn't he oh yeah he does he's, he's a- got a really good moody look yeah oh, just oh, that dark the brooding yeah he does in 2003, they featured on a lot of soundtracks. They were on the Lizzie McGuire movie soundtrack yeah. with a song called Open Your Eyes to Love and the Kim Possible, Kim Possible mm-hmm. television soundtrack with It's Just You. I don't, is that a thing? Like, I don't know of UK TV shows that put out soundtracks. Is it no, just an American? Dis- it's it's a Disney, Disney thing. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Disney just... just underlying, yeah. purveying element in all boy bands. Yeah. And I... I want to appreciate it because I'd imagine that without a lot of Disney, there wouldn't be a lot of boy bands. But I'm just like, it's fucking Disney. (laughs) (laughs) I know the feeling. Yeah. 
Ikaika went back to Hawaii to complete his degree and he earned a BA in biology, graduating cum laude from the University of Hawaii in December 2003. He was... We've got a jet going past the window. Should I just be quiet while the, <laughs> the RAF go by? <laughs> aye, aye, Captain. <laughs> he was a teacher... For, sorry, he, Ikaika was a teacher for two years, then spent five years as an officer in the US Army. He started a company called Model Fit after he was honorably discharged from the military in 2011. Model Fit combines his academic background in science and nutrition with real-life fitness and experience to help others with their fitness goals. He was a radio co-host from 2011 to 2017 for the Aloha Friday morning show with his father, he married a fitness model and triathlete called Linsa in 2014 in a unique day-long ceremony which involved an arduous and hilly 25-mile bike ride and two daunting hikes. I don't I'm, like a hiker. I'm not being funny. It doesn't matter how much cake there is <laughs> at the end of it. Like, I know you go to a wedding, you know you're getting cake. Yeah. I'm not down for your 25-mile hilly bike ride. I'll take a jet or a helicopter or... Yeah, I'll meet you there, mate. I'll be like, car. I can't make it at that. Can I just come to the evening reception? Yeah. But I evening don't want to... I'd love to see your ceremony, but I just, like, I would just be there for the party. Yeah. Brian Chan released a solo EP in 2004 and then later joined the Chippendales <gasps> and was with them for at least six years. Brian Chan. In 2014, a video of him and his daughter singing Taylor Swift songs went a little bit viral. It's actually really cute. Oh, I want to see that. So his daughter's called Mia. You can Google it. Okay. Persh, Jonas Persh, who was the fourth, not a lot mentioned. Yeah, yeah. He now runs an interior design business. And Matthew Morrison appeared in a TV programme called Glee. We know who Mr. Shoe is. Did you watch Glee? I watched the occasional episode. I wouldn't say oh. that I know. Like I recognised the the gym teacher. I could pull her out of a lineup. Right. I always get Glee mixed up with Pitch Perfect, like the cast. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Glee was great. It was so good. I mean, a bit tragic in the end, but yeah, it was fucking great. I loved it. I really loved it. <laughs> and what Maybe about Mike Miller? Oh. Oh, Mike, I'm sorry. <laughs> it must have been really hard to Google Mike Miller. I must have done it. I, no way I wouldn't have done it. Maybe that's what I lost when the computer crashed. Oh, Mike. I was like, have I missed the bit about Mike Miller? <laughs> oh, I'm going to come back to I'm going to do an update in next week's episode. And what's Mike Miller doing now? Oh, brilliant. Oh, well, I love that story. And I, do you know what? It's I really, just a little tiny one. Yeah, so. but I really enjoy like the more recent stuff. Like I know that the history of the boy bands and all the old school ones and stuff are important to do, etc. But the ones that I kind of am interested in are the more recent ones. Like I'm gagging to do One Direction. Oh, but it's such a massive one. We haven't got time yeah. for it at the moment. And we need to set out a plan of action of how we're going to do those really yeah. big boys. Well, I, both of us are probably gagging to do our own boy bands but then no i don't i don't want to i don't want to but it's like do do we break it down to doing one member a week and then combining them to their so it's really hard so we need to figure that out well my boy band my boy band includes robbie williams work here with you while we're on the podcast yeah but how, yeah, how am I going to... Yeah, and I thought it, this was quite a cute one in our build-up to I O-Town. I, yeah. I thought about doing O-Town and I was like, no, I can't. No. One, I can't do it without Amy. That has to be a, a two-header. A joint, yeah. And 
I don't want to do it before we see them because I no. want to get that feeling and get the hype and come away yeah, and be yeah, like, let's yeah. do this episode yeah. right fucking now. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Okay. Well, that's, so that's great. Story so, of Element, L-M-N-T. L-M-N-T. I've, I've pointed them. We can oh, great. have a little break and yeah. we'll be right back. Woohoo! Okay then, where do they where do they land in our chart? Well, they don't. They score nothing for the UK chart positions. They did. They yes. Irrelevant over here. They get one point in the US chart positions. They had a song that made it to number forty nine, or yeah. not an album that made it to number forty nine. They were together for four years. I gave them f- middling range for their style. They yeah. they were put together. They didn't play any instruments. They lost a member, although they did replace him. They mm. lost a. They, the they lost one. Matthew Morrison. <laughs> uh, they did take part a little bit in their songwriting, but I then credit them with five points on the map for the Matthew Morrison thing in their what happened after they were in a boy band. Yeah. So that puts them in. Now we have a full top twenty. Do we want me to do the top twenty? Yeah. Do you really? Yeah. Okay. We are. I think you're going to be quite surprised at where they fall. Actually. Okay. I if I was doing we need to do a little bet between the two of us before we f- do all the final points as to yeah. where people are going to fall yeah so we are at number 20 x factor band avenue at number 19 hungary's eurovision entry vip at number 18 element oh at number 17 us five at number 16 the swedish eurovision entry edin nadal mm. at number 15 il volo Another Eurovision, again, 14, yet another Eurovision, the Herries. Number 13, X Factor Band, the McDonald Brothers. At number 12, Eurovision Band, Arvingana. At number 11, Journey South. And we now come into the top 10. At mm. number 10 is Big Fun, 9, LFO. At number 8 is EYC. At number 7 is Back on the Road and Touring the States at the minute, BB Mac. At number six, Australian boy band Human Nature. Yay. At number five, let's get ready, ready, let's get ready, ready, <laughs> let's get ready to rumble. PJ Be- and Duncan. Uh, uh. At number four, the BAFTA award winning Bros. Oh. At number three is five. At number two is Our Mates, the Jonas Brothers. <laughs> and still holding on at number one after 17 weeks. The Mercy Rollers. S A T U R D A Y. No, it's the Bay City Rollers. Wow, it's good. We've actually got, so once I put in, I sat down and did the points for all of the Eurovision bands and all of the X Factor bands, we do now have a full top 40. Oh my God. So I am going to post the top 40 up on our social media once this goes out. That's it's great. It's a little frisson of excitement for me when I was like, ooh, there's 40 of them. <laughs> yeah, that's a word again. <laughs> frisson. <laughs> oh, wow. That's surprising. Number eighteen. Yeah, I yeah. was. They were a lot lower than I thought. I thought they'd come way above the Eurovision band. Yeah. And I had to. So the pointing for Eurovision is slightly different. It's based on how long they were together, mainly, yeah, yeah. and some of them were together for a good chunk of time. Yeah. And then what their final position in Eurovision was. Most of them right. didn't chart in the UK or the US, which is where we take our oh, chart of course. points from. Yeah, yeah. So there's no real chart points for them. So it's based on what their final position in Eurovision is compared to how many bands they were competing against. Yeah, okay. It's a little scientific. I don't want to go into the spreadsheet for you. But I, don't, I don't need to know it. Yeah. So, 
the majority of them point well based on how long they were together. Right. Like the Herries get 20 points just for being together for 20 years. Yeah. They're brothers. And, you know, <laughs> this is how the Jonas Brothers are going to slowly creep up the charts. Slowly from number two to number one. <laughs> <laughs> always be at number two we're going to do some other big bites one at some point we're going to do another big hitter we need to do something that knocks the Bay City Rollers <laughs> off but you know we're alright with them being our number one yeah. boy band for so the time being so that's it for this week thank yeah. you so much for joining us it yeah thank a you a tiny little one but I didn't think Amy could cope with talking much more than she I did I just can't I didn't know it's, hit, it's hitting me hard. <laughs> <laughs> and more boy band adventures this week. When are you next seeing your boys? This weekend. So this goes out Friday. So that night I'll be heading down to Southampton for Saturday, Sunday okay. to see. This goes out Friday. I will be in Morburgers having maybe my seventh or eighth burger. Be careful of the old onions. Oh, I'm hoping that the English Morburgers won't kill me. <laughs> <laughs> me too. So by the time this goes out, I will be uh, 16 stone. I mean, I mean, I'm well over that already, mate. <laughs> Can bring on the Wahlburgers. <laughs> so thanks this week. Go to mainly Wikipedia and watching old episodes of Making the Band and finding old copies of Teen People, who surprisingly, bearing in mind they owned them, yeah. did a lot of articles about <laughs> Element. And Akaika's website. Where oh, you got, yeah. Yeah, that was the a good juice. bit. Yeah. Thank you, Akaika, for all the juice that they <laughs> didn't put on TV and no one else has quoted. But we will save that little nugget for our Lou Perlman episode. That's Perhaps right. you'd like to talk to us. Yeah. So join us next week where we will continue our quest to find the ultimate boy band. But remember, the ultimate boy band isn't the one that falls at the top of our chart. It's the one that was there for you when you needed them the most. And got you from there. To here. Bye. Bye. Our theme music is Dance With You by Fire and Lights from the Songs About a Girl trilogy by Chris Russell. Visit songsaboutagirl.com.